0: From the News Talk WANI studios in Auburn, Alabama, this is Auburn Opelika This Morning. Good morning and
1: happy Friday. Welcome on in to Auburn Opelika This Morning. Riley Hober here. Pleased to be joined, as I always am, in the 6 o'clock hour by Brett Smith and radio legend Ben Taylor. Good morning, guys. How are y'all this morning? The, uh, The city of Opelika is now being sued due to an ordinance that was passed back in September it involves rental properties the ordinance the ordinance essentially asks for if you're going to rent your property for it to be inspected and for there to be a fee that you pay the city and there are three plaintiffs here that are suing saying that you know it's an unconstitutional deal right. it's ridiculous i want to do with my own property what i want what, what's kind of your take on this obviously auburn also has had a history Dealing with rental properties as well. This is a little bit different of a situation.
2: Yeah, I mean, we have, uh, when, and when this was, when they were working through this process, I know this was pretty, pretty big drama because there's like both of both of our markets, both Auburn and Opelika, are large rental markets mm-hmm. um, based on all for all different reasons, but but Auburn mainly being because of students, and a lot of students need rental property. And there's a lot of people that make a good amount of money on, on owning property here and renting it. I My, my understanding on this ordinance was that there were some issues with some dilapidated and run-down properties that were being rented. And so the city was looking at a way – properties that are not maybe not – you wouldn't want to put your mom and daddy in there renting. But, I mean, like adults adults are able to go and look into properties, and if they don't want to rent it, they don't rent it. I mean, the market usually would correct that kind of stuff or, or they'll find a price where they are willing to rent a not-so-nice place is for cheaper. Is the
1: city liable, though? Like, say that you rent a property and it's not structurally sound, and an accident were to happen. Is that what the city is wanting to avoid?
2: I would maybe so, maybe to an extent. I would feel like to, that's what they're trying they're to avoid. Trying to, it's a risk aversion action. Um, but I don't know that that's true because once the city gets, in, now they're involved, they're more involved because if, I mean, there is a li- there is a licensing requirement. I mean, the city of Auburn has a licensing requirement, but I don't think it's from an inspection, an inspection process. You just get a license because you have to pay an occupational or you have to pay certain fees, a licensing fee, um, for, for renting property. Um, but this, from my understanding, and I'm I'm kind of talking from a little somewhat limited knowledge, this was, Every property rented in town in the city of Opelika has to have this inspection done, this $50 inspection. And the idea is it's going to, some of these properties are not going to, there's going to be issues that come up and say, hey, you got to fix this, fix this, fix this before it can be rented.
0: 98.7 FM and 1400 AM. You just talk W-A-N-I.
1: About two minutes after the top, the bottom of the hour here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Riley Hubbard, Lindsey Crosby. Lindsey and I are pleased to be joined by a very special guest in our 735 slot Auburn baseball and Orioles baseball legend, Greg Olson. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing?
0: Good morning, Riley. I'm doing very well, thank you.
3: You've played for a lot of guys like Buckshow Walter, Frank Robinson, guys like that. But as a Braves fan, I do have to ask about the year you spent with, with Bobby Cox. And how were Buckshow Walter and Bobby Cox different? And what was it like kind of playing for a legend in Bobby Cox?
0: Oh, Bobby was, um, you know, to relate Bobby to Buck, uh, sadly, I only got about four months with Bobby because we went on strike that year, but um, Bobby was like your dad or your mm-hmm. grandfather, where he was just great guy, sat behind the desk, you know, kind of laid things out for you, everything will be all right, son, don't worry about it, and calming. Buck's like your boss that's, that will walk by and every once in a while make you feel good, by saying something nice or giving you a little, you know, nugget of information. And that was how he related. But they're exact opposites of the way it appeared to me being in the clubhouse. You know, Bobby, I could walk in and sit down and comfortable and how's everything going? How's your family? And, and Buck's like, you know, just a little bit different.
3: Buck's like, let's talk ball. Let's talk yeah. ball. Let's talk yeah. baseball. Let's talk about you, you know <laughs> what
0: were you thinking last night? And yeah, Bobby's like going, "Don't worry about it. Everything's fine." Yeah. So
3: why'd you throw a curveball and two two to that guy? Like you know, <laughs> um, how did did you, your time at Auburn prepare you to go to MLB and to be a first round pick and then ultimately win Rookie of the Year? Like what did what did Auburn do to get you to that point in your career?
0: Um, Hal Baird was is a brilliant is a brilliant pitching coach, and I so can second was, that um he helped me prepare for that level i mean nothing prepares you to walk into a major league baseball game and be ready for that situation it's just one of those get ready by here you go throw you into the game and you start either figuring it out or you're back in triple a in a couple hours um but hal baird was brilliant and he just kind of helped me fine-tune what my thinking should be or was as Mm -hmm. well as my mechanics and everything else the only station to ever be named Alabama Station of the Year twice. In the stars, Welcome back into to Auburn Opelika
1: this morning Riley Hubbard and Lindsey Crosby with you We will please, please be joined By Auburn Mayor Ron Anders Good morning Mayor Andrews. how are you doing?
4: I'm doing great Riley, how are you
1: doing today? Doing well, doing well, we appreciate you coming in today To preview tonight's City Council meeting, it sounds like A pretty eventful meeting Tonight.
4: During the Committee of the Whole, there will be a, uh, uh, we'll receive a briefing from City Manager Crouch. Um, I believe that there will be uh, an expert that will come down that was acted as a consultant for the city mm-hmm. uh, during the redistricting planning um, that will just kind of you know, quantify some of the decisions that the city made, probably all of the decisions that the city made, and some of the nuances of, of how we got to where we are today. It's very technical stuff, uh, Riley. It's it's probably it's without a lot of uh, visuals. Yeah. Um, it's difficult to really explain uh, in this current setting that we're in today. But he'll but we'll talk about that again tonight, and and then in, later on in the agenda, it is set to be voted on. Um, I I would not be surprised if there's not a member of our council that asked for it to be you know pulled or postponed sure. uh, until the first meeting in January. Um, we're prepared for that. If not, we'll move forward with a vote. But we do, I do plan to allow the public to speak to it tonight during Good. the public hearing. So we'll just, uh, we'll just kind of see where that goes. But I do think it will be great information for people to watch and listen to tonight as to how we got to where we are today.
3: And if for some reason you can't make the meeting tonight at City Council Chambers, you're more than welcome to tune in to News Talk WA and I. We will carry the meeting live. Um, all the way through public hearing and all the way through the end of the meeting. Merry
0: Christmas from Auburn Opelika's News Talk and Information Station. W-A-N-I. About five minutes past the bottom of the hour
1: here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Riley Hobart and Lindsey Crosby here with you. We are pleased to be joined by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller to recap last night's uh, city council meeting. Good morning, Mayor Fuller. How are you doing?
5: Hey, Riley, I'm absolutely fabulous and uh, And good morning to you and Lindsay, and uh, what a beautiful day it is in my neighborhood. And uh, Riley, as always, I'm speaking to you from a high top Opelika City Hall.
1: All the way up on the second floor?
5: It is the second floor. I took the express elevator this morning (laughs) and uh, punched the the, uh, top button, and about 30 seconds later I got here. Riley, we had uh, as usual when we have a building permit report, uh, our city administrator Joey Motley uh, comes forward to make that. And, and Joey, the last couple of years has really uh, enjoyed making those reports because they're always so positive. Yeah. And uh, we have started we have started fiscal year twenty two, which started on October first. Uh, we 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 started right where we left off uh, FY 21. During the month of December, we permitted uh, 44 new single-family homes at uh, about 9.9 million. Ooh.
1: yeah, that's what that uh... brings
5: us. That brings us here to date to 93 new single-family homes. That's October, November, awesome, at, uh, at a permitted value of about 21 million uh, year to date. So. As I mentioned to the group last night, uh, folks asked, why are they building all these new homes? And I said, well, the short answer is because they're selling them. And the reason they're selling them is folks will move to a community like Opelika, Absolutely. not only for all of our great amenities, but primarily for a good-paying job, and we've got those in abundance, and for great public schools, which we have uh, hands down. So and that's a great schools, really good jobs. That uh, makes folks want to come to a community,
3: and that's really a, a a testament to your continued service as well as the the whole council and just the city. You know, Joey and everybody working together to make Opelika the best place it can possibly be.
5: Well, so no question about that, Riley. And you know, it's all about uh, it's a team effort. And um, gosh, I, I remember a number of years ago, Coach Dye uh, caught me after a local civic club meeting, and he wanted to brag on me for things that had happened in Opelika, and of course, you know, you like a little bit of that. I'd I'd be fibbing if I said I didn't, but uh, he was talking about how he had watched Opelika for the last 35 years, and so I found out, I gave him the timeout signal, and I said, you know, Coach, I I appreciate that, but what's happened in Opelika is kind of like when you were winning those championships at Auburn. Uh, First of all, you had great assistant coaches. You had great players. You had a great support staff with uh, tutors and medical and administrative folks. I said it was a team effort, and that's the same way with the city of Opelika. We've got a great city council. We've got great department heads. Best of all, we have great people that live in Opelika, so great people do great things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just I'm just a small part of it. And I, I tell you, my, my goal, Riley, has always been just to make a little bit of difference
0: about issues that matter to you on Auburn Opelika this morning.
1: Right around eight minutes left until the bottom of the hour here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Riley Hubbard and Ben Taylor here with you. Ben, on the previous side of the break we were talking about Alabama Senate race and just how things are shifting. Uh, Mo Mo Brooks, I should say, had an early lead and that uh, appears to be Getting a little bit shorter day by day, and now with this news reportedly from AL.com that Trump, Donald Trump is considering pulling the endorsement from Brooks, that would really be a detriment to his campaign. Another thing there's a big factor here is that Britt, as of today, or yesterday, has a more than two-to-one fundraising advantage over Brooks. Uh, she mm-hmm. has raised about $3.76 million. Brooks has raised $1.79 million.
6: Well, and she's got a little bit of a kitty to go with that that hasn't even been given to her yet so i mean it you will notice you said you were traveling for the holidays y'all would go down uh to south alabama and i don't know your route that you go but i have noticed i've gone back and forth to, to red level quite a few times and even with that with uh my mom was hospitalized in pensacola so i had to go down through that area of even further south alabama before i cut across and went into pensacola she is that mobile area, that Sessions area, she is mm-hmm. she is covering up. I mean, she is. You're going to see her billboards and her signage in a lot of places, and I don't know if that's a focal point of her campaign right now is to to win over that Sessions area. And 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 Brett had said that Red had said you know if you can hit some of the big areas, it'll it'll cover your rear end come polling time if she can. She's already got Birmingham covered
1: up. Maybe the assumption is that she won't win Huntsville, so she's going for South
6: Alabama? It could be. Um and so she's got, you know, I know she's got that Birmingham area covered up. I mean, I've seen some signage around here and I've seen some billboards, but nothing like when I went south. I, I was totally amazed. I was like, "Wow, she's really pushing down here." Uh um, another thing is she doesn't have any planned stops in this area. I guess she's I don't know if she's assuming that there's no way she can win Lee County or she's assuming she's taking Lee County for granted and thinks that she's going to get Lee County.
1: I don't know. I I don't know. I I do not know. Um, Another quote that was interesting from this article though, is that in an email to AL.com, Brooks suggested that the Britt campaign was behind an effort to undermine uh, his support with Trump. Quote, Katie Britt's team understands how powerful President Trump's endorsement is in Alabama's U.S. Senate race. So Katie Britt is doing everything in her power to, by rumor, Um, or otherwise diminish the Trump
6: endorsement by any and all means the congressman said? He's got to, Mo's got to be careful on this, going down that road of accusations. Uh, I don't think that that's Britt's team that's done that. I just think that with Shelby being in office as long as he has and the connections he has, I think that maybe some of them have reached out to President Trump or former President Trump and said you know, we're not asking that you just flip your endorsement, but We are asking that you don't support Mo Brooks, if at all possible. It's it's possible. Um, But I will say if Mo gets into this literal he-said-she-said battle, that's going to look really bad. The old guy, career politician, pointing fingers and picking on the new up-and-coming female politician, it it is not going to go over well in some households. So he needs to be careful with going down that road of, quote-unquote, dirty politics, I guess I should say. Scott, on the uh, previous side of the
1: break, we were talking about what the mission is of Athletes in Action and what they do to reach athletes on campus. And something that's really cool is, even though these guys are not professional athletes, you know, a lot of them will become professional athletes, but even in their position as collegiate athletes have so much influence and have such a platform to reach other people, including their teammates. Yeah, we, we really dream of a day in Athletes in Action when we have the
7: opportunity to to see Christ followers, people that truly follow Jesus, on every team in every sport in every nation, and specifically here at Auburn, we really dream of a day when we can impact every athlete at Auburn with the gospel, mm-hmm. and uh, we do that by in three way, three ministry ways. One, the ministry of reconciliation, where we're helping people understand that they can have a relationship with God. That without Jesus, we're we're fallen, we've we've sinned, we we fall short of God, and that we need Jesus. And so that's a ministry of reconciliation. And then we have a ministry of presence as we're at practices, we're around teams, we, you know, in the training room, we we pray with them. We have Bible studies and devotions and chapels and all that. And then really, the heart that I have, and Coach Thompson is really big on this as well, is the chaplain uh, discipleship role. And so I Absolutely. really want to mentor our young men, disciple them, because ultimately I think they are the ones that are the influencers. You know, they're the ones that are going to make a difference. They're the next generation. They have a platform. And so our desire is to, to train them and uh, teach them to the word and, and how to live for Jesus so they can make an impact when they go on to the professional ranks or even some will go and go overseas. Like I had a cool opportunity when I was in college to play with Athletes in Action overseas, and mm-hmm. we played in Taiwan, we played in Japan, we played in Alaska, we played in Canada. And I'm standing there in this stadium in Taiwan, and I'm sharing about Jesus and my relationship with him with 3,000 people, and I'm thinking, wow, this is like the perfect job ever.
1: Ben Taylor and I were talking in the first hour about the fact that the Opelika Pickleball facility is up for a, being nationally recognized as the, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. best sporting event venue in the country. They really broke it down, yes. And um, and there's only 12 finalists. That's, inc- that's That's a great
8: achievement. It is, it is. It's a lot of, uh, so this group is called Sports Events Media Group, and it's the Reader's Choice Awards. It's kind of what you see in a lot of publications, the Reader's Choice Awards. You know, people, the, the readers, you know, make the votes. And so this is a national publication for you know, for those not in the sports industry, uh, whether you're a fan of it, you're a consumer, you're, you know, for us, we're on the tourism side, you know, the supplier side. Um, and then there's the rights holder side, which are basically event organizers. And so this is a very, you know, well-read, well-received publication nationwide. Um, and again, it's called Sports Events Media Group. This is great recognition for our area. It's great recognition for the, the work that the city's done. Um, it's not just a physical facility; it's the people that have made it. You know, uh, saw the vision, Sam Bailey, Dr. Husky, um, obviously Mayor Fuller and the Council, um, and all those that made the facility happen. And of course, there's 12 more courts being built currently, uh, right now. And so it's a big deal um, when you see who they're in the running with. I mean, these are these are facilities that are multi-purpose use facilities that have you know. Um, could have twenty soccer fields, they could have ten ball fields, diamond uh you know, sports as far as baseball, softball. These are big big cities and, you know, small markets, but we're in the running with that. And so this green brings a lot of recognition, not just from for what we do as far as tournaments and economic development with sports tourism, but a transient impact. You mm-hmm. know, when pickleball players uh just over the weekend, Jim Young was out there uh, he is the vice president of the Opelika Pickleball Club, and he's also the tournament director. Uh, they had a, a couple that were traveling through to end up going to North Carolina for Christmas, and literally they, one of the things they were doing on their way from Arizona, by the way, let me mention that, from Arizona, they stopped for two days, stayed an extra night, to just play at the pickleball wow. facility. So the transient impact is... 100% there, um, and it's, it's very
1: impactful just for the community itself. So, Well, that's going to do it for the Tuesday edition of the show. A thanks again to our guest. If you missed any of our interviews, especially our interview with Auburn baseball legend Greg Olson, you can check that out on our website, newshawkwani.com, as well as our interview with Kat Bobo from AO Tourism. Lindsay and I will be back with you tomorrow. For Lindsay Crosby, I'm Riley Hubbard saying thank you for spending this great morning that the Lord has made with us, and we will catch you tomorrow.